What's up, everybody? I'm Justin Maycack here with my sister, Melissa Maycack. Hey, hey, everybody. And we are Room 51, where we talk all things board gaming. And today, we are joined by two very special guests, Mick and Starla from Our Family Plays Games. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were really excited to have you both, so thank you so much for answering the call um, to be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Very excited for this. Well, you know, we really wanted to come on board because, you know, we saw, I, well, I saw uh, Jen, the board game, uh, the board game librarian. Yes. And you guys were talking about it. And I said, well, you know, it needs to be a little bit more of an aspect about, you know, trying to get people of color. Because, yes. you know, when we started, you know, that was the first thing we, we talked about. You know, when you come to our channel, that first welcome video saying, hey, we want, we want families in it, but we specifically want people, uh, families of color yes. involved in this hobby. Yes, yes. So, yeah. right. And uh, Mick, you actually, you brought this uh, topic up to us because we did a call out uh, mm-hmm. for anyone, content creators, non-content creators, uh, to just have a conversation with us. So I really like this topic of bringing families of color into the hobby. Yeah. Uh, and that's really what our topic is going to be about today. So uh, I guess we could just get started and kick it off uh, with you two. Just uh, like you said that you you talk about this on your own channel, and this was mm-hmm. what this is what you're all about. How do you go about bringing uh, families of color into uh, the board gaming hobby? Well, I mean, just having our own YouTube channel is uh, one of the things that we know is helping other families out there who may be uh, a little afraid to get into the hobby or kind of uh, you know shy about going out and playing games we're that change that we were looking for because we started this because we didn't see families of color out there. We didn't see a lot of families, period. When we would go to different gaming cons, we didn't see families. We saw a lot of men, maybe a few women, but you know, some small children, but we have a teenager. So we wanted something that he could participate in as well. So we kept looking for that, you know, through YouTube and out there in the hobby, we didn't see it. So this year we said, hey, we're gonna be the change we're looking for. We're going to put our channel out there, tell people about our experiences and what we love about the hobby. Hopefully that'll encourage other people. Uh, but in the past, prior to that, we've actually participated in and helped um, run a couple of game cons. We deal with some churches in Houston, uh, trying to get more people of color by going to the church to see if we can get more people to understand what the hobby is about so they can play more games. And that was successful. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things we know that if we can get involved with churches and youth groups and maybe some fraternities and sororities, uh, that will also help us increase, you know, people of color in the yeah. hobby. Because, yeah. you know, a lot, you know, uh, you know, the communities of color really don't know about this. You know, you have to really, you, you know, we need people to reach out to them you know, uh, from uh, content creators, publishers, designers, you know, reach out to communities yeah. that you really would never reach out to. Yeah. You know, you know, the schools need people to help out mm-hmm. and, yes. you know, com- uh, community centers. I mean, reach out, talk to them, touch them, say, hey, we got some <laughs> great board games here you can play, exactly. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. Oh, just go for it. Uh, I was just going to say that, A, the two of you have been killing it in terms of content creation. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank that's you. number one. But uh, you brought up about, like, the bigger conventions and how it's so many just white guys. Uh, what can – is it, like, a marketing thing, you think, that the bigger conventions need to be doing? Is it marketing and doing outreach to uh, people of color communities and things like that? Or is there something within the cons that need to change? Is there, like, a culture within the cons? That's problematic. 
I, I think marketing, of course, always helps. I'm a marketing professional. That's what I do for a living. It's what I've done for years. So marketing, of course, always is the key. Uh, but a lot of things, a lot of things we need, uh, one of the things we need is a presence. If you mm -hmm. need to go to a con and see people of color there, you know, because other people of color, and we've heard, we've heard comments from people on our channel saying, hey, I don't want to go there because I know it's not going to be any people like me there. So us going to cons, we're, that, we're a presence there. They say, oh, okay, there are other people there. I can feel more comfortable. Um, so that's something they need to do. Marketing, uh, encouraging more people to come out. Um, you know, like when a con is going on, you know, a big gaming con, maybe to reach out to some of the uh, sororities and fraternities. The churches. And churches and say, hey, because they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. You know, give us some free tickets or something, you know, just... You know, just reach yeah. out and touch us because, yeah. I mean, we want to come, you know. I, I think as large as this hobby is, it's yeah. still a secret. Yeah, it's still a secret, <laughs> secret yeah. Especially, especially in, in our community, in, in you know. Of color, it's like, board games, what are you yeah. talking about, Monopoly? Yeah, no, no we're not talking about Monopoly. <laughs> you, how many games you got? You got that many Monopolies? No, we don't have many Monopolies. No, we don't. No, we don't. It's, it's no. a marketing thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think for sure. I think even what you're touching on uh, with board games, it's already sort of a niche hobby, right? It's, it's yeah, not yeah. all that huge. And then uh, on top of that, we're not even reaching uh, uh, people of color at all, almost. Mm -hmm. And you're right. I think like just what you're talking about in terms of like, we wanted to be the change we wanted to see, right? So we yeah. were going to the conventions that way other people could see us and like, exactly. yes, we are here. Uh, yeah. So absolutely. I was even thinking in terms of in terms of marketing, like theming of games. And mm -hmm. I don't know, right? Because I'm thinking in terms of, in, in, uh, for specifically families, mm -hmm. you're thinking a lot of times gateway games, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. the type of ga uh, gateway games that come out and the themes that come out for these gateway games, mm -hmm. I don't know. Are families of color interested in those themes? Like Ticket to Ride, I don't know. Are families of color into trains? Mm -hmm. Or is it really just like a white well, family uh, kind of families thing, right? of color they're they're not a different animal <laughs> we're not right, right. <laughs> they're still human and, and yes. we're, we're say, human now we're that's, human that's one of the things we say on our channel that yeah. ticket to ride is one of the number one games for us yeah, for family because everybody has had a ticket to something yes whether it's a train a plane bus uh theater so you understand this ticket and doing something that's getting you to a destination so everybody understands that concept and the games we talk about, about our top 20 family games, those are games that we know are tried and true that we've tested with mm -hmm. people of color, such as Splendor. Splendor has components that we're all familiar with as far as cards and then the poker chips and those kind of things. So, I mean, the, the themes per se, the, a lot of them will resonate with any family, mm -hmm. but just a lot of families of color just don't know about they it. They just don't know about it. I mean, they, they know, know, you know, let me tell you, Hasbro gets to our community. Parker Brothers. Parker Brothers, <laughs> they get to our community. They, they you they know, they get there. Every Christmas. You know, they, <laughs> they're there. So, you know, so, you know, our communities know about the, the monopolies yeah. and the lives, lives and uh, the Connect Four. Yeah. But now, if Uno, they know Uno. Ooh, they know Uno. <laughs> now, if they can get there, if those companies can get there, then all these other companies in this niche hobby of ours, they can get there too. Yeah, yeah. they can. I know for me, one game, uh, really the game that was super influential for me and Melissa getting into the hobby was actually Dungeons and Dragons, which mm -hmm. is really like, it's a tabletop RPG instead. Yeah. And uh, is that something that, I know for us, we actually have like a more diverse game group with that and people love it. I've never met somebody that, 
willingly play Dungeons and Dragons is like, I hate this. And that also has been a really fun way of getting um, more people into the hobby. And one thing I was thinking of was how our local game store runs D&D groups. And right there is a great way to start bringing more people in and everything. But our local game store. Actually, in the RPG, I have to give the RPG uh, realm of our hobby some good, some big props because there's a lot of people of color in there. I mean, a lot of personalities in in RPGs. But the reason I'm shaking my head is that you're not going to bring Dungeons and Dragons to the church. No, you're not going to bring Dungeons and Dragons to the church. So that's not something that a black church is going to want to tolerate in the church because it still has a demonic component. Yeah, yeah. What's the word? Anyway, component. Thank you. Yeah, people, yeah. No, it's not a component. It's not uh, demonic. I actually, I actually like some of the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, but people think of it as, oh, it's dragons, it's witchcraft, it's all of that stuff, and that's not something uh, that we gotcha. would put in front of a church group first. Yeah. Uh, we actually introduce people to Lords of Waterdeep because oh, that's okay. a little bit different. But there's still some things in Lords of Waterdeep we have to maybe explain a little bit. Mm-hmm. But after you really get into the hobby and realize, okay, it's just for fun, it's this and that, that's fine. But that wouldn't be the first thing I, I would recommend. But you know, <laughs> some some uh, some tabletop, you know, RPGs, you know, like Star Trek yeah. or mm-hmm. doing something, sci- you know, sci-fi, that yeah, could but, bring people I mean, in. People know yeah. Star Trek. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. They know Star, Star Trek. Wars. They know Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Those are movies. We're, yeah. we're familiar. We're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. So those things could work. And I know yeah. that on the RPG side, there's a... a, a, a mm-hmm. A people of color, um, you know, total mm-hmm. uh, channel called uh, uh, I think it's Rivals of Waterdeep. Yeah, yeah, Rivals of yes. Waterdeep, and yes. I mean it's all uh, people of color, yes. and they're they're just knocking out the park, you know, and they've been doing it for years. So I mean, I give I give the RPG yeah, side some see, props. But you're talking there. about people who already are committed. Yeah, they're committed. They're, they're committed, committed yeah, to they're doing RPGs. Yes, they they're are. committed to being yes, in cosplay are. and yeah, all that. Yeah. We're talking about on our channel people that are not committed. That yeah, we're trying, yeah. yeah. trying, like, trying to bring them in. Trying to yeah, roll them, roll them in. Trying to roll them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I know for us, one issue with um, the stores around us in New York City, truthfully, so the stores, the local game stores I can think of are in predominantly white areas. Yeah. So that's number one. That's, and that, one. That, that's, that's, that, that's already a problem. Yeah, that's, right that's universal. That's universal. Yeah. <laughs> whether you're in Houston or whether you're in Omaha, where we are now, it's going to be in a white area. Yeah. yeah predominantly. And, and I mean that right there. So yeah, like you said, that that's a hindrance right there. Yeah. Uh, and then the other issue with that is, so once you walk in, it's all these, uh, it's a bunch of white guys in the local damn store. Like I'm not exaggerating now. Ninety nine percent. Yeah. White yeah. Guys. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about that on, on our episode. Yeah, Beyond, Beyond Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah, so yeah. We just talked about the experiences yeah. we've had at game stores. And, and I've yeah. had some bad experiences. You know, yeah. I've been, I mean, I've been followed around before. Mm-hmm. I've been ignored a whole bunch. You know, to the point so, where we just walk out. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want our money. You don't want <laughs> yeah. my money. You know. <laughs> you know. You you don't know what kind of you know board game library I have. Exactly. So you you really yeah. messing up. But you know. <laughs> but I do find some you know stores that have been really good to us, yeah. and you know we would love the folk there, and they love us back. Yeah. But there's a lot of stores that really you know when they yeah, see they ignore you. Yeah, they, they see a people of I, color I walk think in. They don't seem to understand that people of color 
we're just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just melanin. That's all this is. No, it's it just is. the coloring. No, it's it. still the same underneath. Yeah. And they think that we don't want what they want. And so they kind of ignore you. Oh, they're not here to spend money. Yeah, we are. We're yeah. here to spend a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so we spend a lot. You really got to do that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get I get bargains. There's bargains back there. There's a lot of bargains. There's like a few bargains, a few bargains, a few sales, a few sales. Uh, I was also thinking because we're talking about stores and everything. I'm thinking in terms of just accessibility to games. Mm -hmm. um, and I know there's actually sort of a move, right? I'm seeing now. Okay, games are actually showing up in Barnes and Noble, in Target, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, do you think that that could uh, potentially help uh, bringing more families of color into the definitely. hobby? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but they have to know about it because if you know, like I said, in, in uh, you know, before to people, if they move down and see, you know, Ticket to Ride and some other games, it's like, oh, they look pr pretty mm -hmm. hard, you know. And then they look at the price tag for yeah. some of them. They're like, ooh. And then they look down the aisle down there and they see, you know, Hasbro and all those nice, you Uno know, cards Uno cards. <laughs> you get you get two games for twenty dollars, you know. So yeah. they, they kind of move down that way. We want to prevent them from moving down that way. Yeah, and, and say, know, hey, yeah. Like, even though it's this game is forty dollars or sixty dollars. It's an investment. It's an investment. Yeah. It's an but investment. yeah, but we need to know about it. So yeah. there has yeah. to be a marketing component to get people to understand. Yeah. Yeah, and more push into our communities. Yeah. You know, it needs mm -hmm. to be a push in the community saying, hey, you know, these are some great games, you know, find some organizations that do things with kids. You know, yeah. start early, you yeah. know, start messing with them kids early and kind of, you know, bring them on yeah, in. helping the kids yeah. understand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge, right? Because, right, when you think of families, you're also thinking of children and getting children yeah. into the games and then, like, putting it on the lower shelf so they could see it, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 I want, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, and, and some of the card games out there, you yeah. know, it's some good card games they, out there that are. could bring them in too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know I was talking to uh, one of my friends the other day and I asked him like, all right, so for the shops that are already like, they recognize now, okay, I, we have a problem. They yeah. have looked around the shop after, after listening to this podcast and like, all right, there's only white guys in here. They're right. So I asked him, what do you think they should do? And his response was really like, you got to go into the people of color areas. Maybe if you can't move your shop, which I'm sure a lot of people can't, do some sort of outreach into those areas, yeah. host events in those areas, yeah. like maybe find yeah. the library there. I think that was a solid answer, in I my think, opinion, like to like host events. I think that's there. a solid. I mean, the library is a good place it's to go. Place. Yeah, libraries, you know, um, you know, uh, I guess community, community centers. centers community you know, centers. that's, that's mm -hmm. the best place to go. And the why, the why, the why. You know why? Because mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lot of activities that people are just starving to find, mm -hmm. especially this time where you're kind of stuck in the house. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. stuck in the house, and if you know, a lot of our community, uh, you know, our communities knew about yeah. this. Woo, man, that was a good old time. Because right now they're stuck looking at TV or something mm -hmm. like that. Or those kids are, are on those screens, on those Nintendo and mm -hmm. PlayStation and our computers. Yeah. Get them off of that. Get them on the table and play some games with exactly. the family. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So I mean, you're thinking of uh, like Board Game Arena. Where yeah. I find that to be a pretty affordable, it's like $4, I think, or $2, yeah, $2. something like that for a yeah. month. 
you can start playing board games right there. They're on the screen anyway, right? Because yeah. they're on the screen. So might as well like, hey, well, look at these board games and then possibly you could switch them over into physical board games just we, from there. Yeah, because, you know, like we uh, are associated with, um, we work a lot with uh, this young lady named Jade Rogers, and she runs this organization in Omaha called House of Afro Capes and Curls. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a black, uh, black nerd uh, society where we don't, we, we try to find other people that, you know, kind of act like us. You know, they love, you know, nerdy things mm -hmm. like Doctor Who and Star Trek and comic books and cosplay, things like that. Mm -hmm. And the one thing she does is she tries to get kids to come on board game arena and play some games, mm -hmm. Sushi Go, uh, uh, Car Carcassonne, mm -hmm. things like that. So, yeah. I mean, and we kind I kind of introduced her to that. I'm like, hey, Jade, why don't you go to board game arena and have some fun with the kids there during this quarantine yeah. time? So that they, she started doing that and it's, it's turned out pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's really awesome. I know one thing that also just shops have to get better at, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is just for, in general, bringing people into the hobby. So this is in general. Yeah. Be good about the fact that a new person walks into your store true, and true. just understand they might not know anything about this and they might be yeah. very intimidated. Yeah. And be willing to approach them and talk to them about gaming. I know for me, I got into Magic the Gathering when I was 14. Mm -hmm. And when I walked into the shop, nobody gave me the light of day and telling me what Magic was or anything. Yeah. I just bought yeah. random cards. And so, don't do that. Help mm -hmm. them. See that this is a new player. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I think that right there also shops need, at least in our area. And I don't know how much it is since it's a pretty tiny scope yeah. that I'm looking through there, but horrible about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, you know it's the one thing is that when i go into store and get ignored it th that doesn't help at all yeah. and and i i keep telling store owners don't ignore us don't ignore anybody anybody new coming in there yeah. talk to them talk to them mm -hmm. and just see what they want yeah you know yeah absolutely i think because also when you walk into these stores they're filled again. I was actually speaking to a coworker of mine who has, he does not know much about board game or anything, but he walked into a board game cafe. Mm -hmm. um, and I know nobody, he's a black man and nobody helped him. Mm -hmm. uh, he was talking about that. Um, but he was super intimidated because just, just by the mere fact of like looking at all these board games, like, oh man, yeah. this is overwhelming, right? Like yeah. mm -hmm. he pretty much walked out like, okay, that was cool. But like, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> and I think you know, if yeah. somebody would have just came up to him like, hey, how's it going? You know, like just mm -hmm. be a normal person um, yeah. and welcoming. Yeah. I think you want, you should want your store to be welcoming just in general, I exactly. think. So, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was such a missed opportunity because I could tell it because he talked to me about it sometimes and I could tell that like he kind of wants to get into it, but he just doesn't quite know how or uh, where and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, but you know, the one thing, um, we have a really cool board game cafe here mm -hmm. called Spillbound, Spillbound Board Game Cafe. And the one, I, I know that there was a, um, on, on Facebook, it was a African-American um, uh, organization saying, hey, what could you have a, a good first date? I threw in Spillbound. I said, hey, go to Spillbound with your date, have some fun, have some drinks, play some games, you know, hey, 
that's a great place to go. Mm -hmm. And you know, the owner, I knew, I know the owner, he said, Hey, you know, we're here, we're available. We'll help anybody, anytime, any place, whatever, just come to the, you know, come to the cafe. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, say, have some dates. And I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging him to reach out also. Mm -hmm. So, and as you know, try to get some people in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fantastic. That's yeah. really cool to have like a store like that around. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard that um, in Times Square here, so in Manhattan, in Times Square, which is a very central hub, it's easy to get to no matter where you are in the city. Um, they're apparently trying to start having like a board game library that would be free where you can mm -hmm. like rent from. I was hearing about that. I don't know if it's true or not. If it is, like that is such an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking at New York, you, New York city government. Don't mess this up. Please. <laughs> 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 yeah. that, that is such have teachers around, have people that can teach games because there's going to be a family that shows up and says, well, this is cool. You know, they're with their kid. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're prime targets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get them a game yeah. good for them and, and help them learn it and help them play it. It's that is such a perfect idea. I really hope, mm -hmm. and it's great because it's such an inclusive spot. Anybody from any area can get to Times Square. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think I want to see a lot more things like that. A lot more pushes of like, does that? That's not just a, a very small store which should be doing better. This is now like the government actually funding something. And mm -hmm. I know, like, yeah, we have a very niche hobby, but this niche hobby definitely brings people together. Yes, it does. Let Let's not fail in this. I think that would be something really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree too. I yeah. agree too. I think, anything else to say? Well, I think Melissa has a question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Melissa. Oh. Uh, I was just going to say, I was thinking in terms of like bringing people together. This is innately a social hobby, mm -hmm. um, and that. And yet, there's sort, of, there's sort of sometimes like an air of exclusivity to it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Very like, much so. We're yeah. doing this, right? So it would be interesting if we kind of flipped that on its head and made it more of like a inclusivity thing because it's a social thing, right? Like everybody can gather around. Everybody wants to play. I have spoken about this countless times on Route 51 that as human beings, we want to play, right? Yes. That, and that excludes yeah. no one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I was just thinking about. wanted a shout out. <laughs> all right all right well thank you thank you both so much for joining us uh here tonight thanks for having us thank yeah you. thank you yeah. thank you it was good to be here it was good it was. i'm glad i'm glad well anyway this has been another episode of roll for thought thank you so much for watching and or listening you can follow us on social media facebook twitter uh instagram all at this is room 51 and uh starlin and mick where can people find you so. We're on Twitter at our underscore plays. We're on Facebook, our family plays games. We're on Instagram, our family plays games. And of course, we're on YouTube. On YouTube. At our family plays games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely check them out. They are awesome, wholesome, amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much Thank for you. having us. Catch you next time. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>